Welcome to the Self-Helpful Podcast. I'm Kevin Miller, and this is the podcast people tune into for in-depth discussions on the latest research from our foremost leaders in self-improvement, so you can be growing and more equipped to live at your fullest capacity in body, mind, and soul. Stress is depicted as the devil of our time. Everyone is stressed out and suffering from too much stress, and the thing we want most as a culture is less stress. Our levels of anxiety are at an all-time high, as if it were a wartime scenario we're in. And the pathological manifestations of stress continue to skyrocket. The thing is, however, stress in and of itself isn't a bad thing. It's the body's appropriate response to pressure and tension. The stress of working out and exercise is desperately needed by our bodies. It's what makes us stronger and helps us maintain our strength so we don't atrophy. But we stress our muscles and lungs, and then we need to recover. We can't stay in a constant state of stress. Mentally is no different. When we're stressed mentally, it's not necessarily a bad thing. In a moment of crisis or challenge, it's the body's way of kind of building itself up to deal with an issue. And then we need to recover. And there are often times when we're in a state of stress that in health, we really shouldn't be in. We should be a little more calm about the issue. Well, this is my functional Friday episode where we focus on our health and wellness. So we have the physical and mental capacity to help ourselves and others. I'm with Randy James, medical doctor and functional medicine expert to discuss the good and bad of stress. If you find value from this self-helpful podcast, it'd be great if you would leave us a review, let us and others know what you think about the show. Best thing you can do is take this information and talk with somebody, benefit them, grapple with it. You'll learn more. They'll learn more. You can always connect with me at my website or social media at kevinmiller.co. Thanks to all of you who check in and just give me feedback on the show. I really appreciate it. Next up, Dr. James and I bring you the stress you do and don't want. I'm a foodie and I enjoy learning about the process that brings great foods and beverages from idea to the table. And then I like tasting them and learning the nuances of what creates the most significant tastes from coffee to cheese to distilled beverages. I did a tequila tasting in Mexico and recently bourbon, Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon really impressed me from the story to the taste. I grew up in Kentucky where horse racing and bourbon are famous and I got introduced to Heaven Hill bottled in bond bourbon. It's produced by Heaven Hill Distillery, which has been and still remains family owned since 1935. And I'm impressed with the bourbon's ultra rich, smooth taste. And right on the bottle, it states that this bourbon is seven years old, which is actually three times longer than what's required to be certified as bottled in bond. I feel with beverages, the longer the prep, the better the taste. Being a bottled in bond product means it must pass a list of seven requirements that set the standard for this quality bourbon. So look for it at your local store. Heaven Hill reminds you to think wisely and drink wisely. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 
All right. So we are talking about stress and this topic that we're going to walk through today is one that you and I are care enough about that, uh, gosh, about a year ago, we were talking through a, a book deal that we kind of put on the shelf that I think we'll get back to. So stress and, you know, we kicked it off with, we always do with the statement of you came up with or brought to me of what's the opposite of stress. And you said death. Death. That's controversial kind of. Well, and if you let people sort of sit there and think about it and you say, what's the opposite of stress? The first word you think of. Peace. Most people yeah. will say peace. And number two. I don't know. Relax. Relaxation. Oh, relaxation. Okay. And so, and so those two are the most common yeah. two natural responses. But if you think about it, a life that is purely stress-free, meaning you don't have to worry about food. You don't have to worry about relationship. You don't have to worry about anything. Well, you're not even alive. Well, even excitement is, is an aspect of, of stress. Like yeah, your heart rate goes up. And- well, yeah, like if you saw that, oh, grandma's over there, don't stress her out. Don't even get her excited. Like, don't even make her happy. Don't, don't do anything. She can't take it. She right? can't take it, yeah. <laughs> well, and so when you brought that to me, then I, I, the next word that came to mind was, oh, yeah, atrophy. And I thought about muscles. Mm-hmm. Um, because anybody who's had a cast has realized that. I mean, you put a cast, how, how long is a cast? Usually six weeks, six weeks. Yeah, yeah. Six or eight weeks. Yeah. So you put it on your arm, an arm that you're still using. So I've had the one, you know, from the wrist up to the elbow, you know, whatever, when you break your wrist from, so I've had that one. So I'm still using my hand. I mean, so the tendons, the whatever are going through up to my bicep are still being used. And yet lo and behold, man, after six weeks, you take it off and you got this puny little forearm, six weeks of, of less use and think, Oh my goodness. So whatever muscular, uh, you know, girth or, or, or strength anybody has, we all have, it's from doing, even if it's the most minimal, just going to work and using a computer and yet you put a cast in that, it's going to atrophy. So that's what hit me that, Oh my gosh. Yeah. So if we take that overall into the, all the areas of our life, and of course here in functional medicine, we talk about input, output, uh, recovery relationships and all the areas in there that we talked about in the, of true life and look at, gosh, okay, where are we doing stress wrong? marinating in is where I may be a weird word, but where are we doing stress wrong culturally and where are we missing the right kind of stress? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Because right. that the opposite yeah. of that cast would be somebody. If you, if you had to move your arm, if you have to squeeze a tennis ball 24 seven, well, at some point you're, you're also doing damage. Yeah. You got to have, yeah, you got to have recovery. So if we, as we talk, walk through this topic here today, my thought was that we're talking about how are we doing stress wrong and where are we missing the kind of stress that we need? And yeah, the easy, easy one there, yeah, we're, we're, you know, doing bad stress mentally and we're missing good stress that we need from a physical standpoint, but we can take those both ways. So, um, thought, yeah, we would just walk through these areas. So I looked up as I often do being a a lover of words, I looked up stress and you, you type in the definition. Number one is a pressure or tension exerted on a material object. Okay, so we can come back to that. That, That's easy to extrapolate to muscles. Number two, a state of mental or emotional strain or tension resulting from adverse or very demanding circumstances. There's the good old American stress that is killing us. Yeah, it's, it's, it's interesting. If you actually look at the history of stress in a medical sense, it was, I believe, back in the 60s or 70s, and I forgot the name of the guy who wrote um, – who wrote the defining article on, and he, he even later said, I wished I would have used a different word because stress is a word of physics. 
Okay. It, it is not a physical word. So he borrowed a, a term from architecture, the stress and strain on a table. Like your ta- our table yeah. right here is holding this much stress, and if we put an elephant on there, that's too much stress, it'll break. A tall right. building has to sway with the wind. That's the stress and strain. And, and so he applied that then to then the psychological side of things, examining a stress response. And we've said that before in our shows that it's not, you know, the, the, the stress itself has a nature of is it good or bad, uh-huh. right? Like, so like this, you know, cyanide is generally bad. And yet there's also a stress of whatever we ingest that it has the good side of that. And then also mentally you've got the, it's never good to watch, I guess, a murder or, or see a, a, a crime or something. Um, and so he incorporated this idea of stress on the mind and then the stress response. What's the hormone response to that on the inside? And so this second definition has now developed as this mental and, and humans compared to an animal. We talk about the animal. They might feel the stress of, of famine, but humans are the only animal that can invent or feel stress when actually that stress isn't even there. Oh, made up. Okay, so when you're saying that stress that he used that, it may not have been the best word. We're talking about what, what he was trying to get to is, is mental anguish is what came to mind for me. That's not good. Uh, you know, and, and if we look at that. Well, I mean, this is such a hard, like, what if it's the anguish that my team is losing in the Super Bowl? Right? Like, Kansas City was my team, and they were, they were losing until the third quarter, and I was anguished. But, in a, you know, we like that. <laughs> that so actually well, yeah. we're going to have to dance this line all the way through here and that's the point of the show because this is a gray scale you're you're going to say the stress of going you know cycling at 25 rpms up straight up a hill is a stress you enjoy and i'm going to be like well yeah. most of us don't and you would say no 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 everybody needs this kind of stress and we're going to say well right, right. maybe that hurts me Right, so, so there's different. Okay, different levels. So uh, you know, I watched. Uh, we watched recently with with the boys uh, the movie Extraction. It's on Netflix. It's got the Thor guy, oh, uh-huh. whatever his name is, uh, and it's just it's one of those movies. It's constant stress. You know, guns, and of course, you know, it's I think it's rated R, it's violence and stuff, kind of a military type thing. Uh, constant, constant, constant. And afterwards, you're like, oh my gosh, you need you need a, a breather from that. And how many of us are, to some degree, living our lives with that mental anguish? Or again, maybe that that but that stress, that fight or flight type thing. We wake up in the morning, holy crap, I slept too late, I snoozed it too much. Get up, grab coffee, grab something sugary. Unfortunately, a lot of times, so our, now our body's ramped up and jacked. We get to work. We're dealing with appeasing somebody right off the bat and trying to make up that we're late or we don't have something done or there's a relationship stress or whatever. Then there's a project due. It's over deadline. There's a boring meeting that's wasting your time. Your spouse is texting you and there's relational badness going on, stress going, stress, 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 stress yada, yada. And that's where we live and and that's where we're doing it wrong one but two and i think we talked about it in last show we probably have uh other times you know stress in and of itself momentarily isn't bad uh what's the zebra mm-hmm. what is it uh why don't zebras get ulcers yeah it, it, it is is a book that's looking at this question but at one point i you, you mentioned the extraction movie or any i mean famously in the military we're doing with the wounded warrior project and people coming home 
And, right. you know, those guys who did the extraction movie or, you know, three years later, they can still experience that. Yeah. Right? That's what I mean by humans. Okay. And so... So the zebra doesn't. And the zebra doesn't. Well, the same thing is true with, you know, whether somebody's shooting at you or not. But if you're sitting in a car, you're late and you, 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 you're now eating coffee and a sugary something. You're sitting in traffic. The traffic is making you mad. You're getting texted. You know, you're late. You're going to have to appease people all day long, all day long. And then when you get home at night, you can relive that entire thing and your body can create the biochemical storm these days we have the cytokine storm from a covid kind of standpoint but what people don't realize is that your body is always in somewhat of a storm of biochemistry it's just flowing and doing and so you saying that we're the we're the only species that can relive something like that or make it up and we also then like take that i I just don't want to i don't want people to hear the make it up part it's not well, fake. Okay, oh, well, well, it's they're not, not psych, but it's a perception. Psychotic, but it's a perception. Yes, so, so that's ze- in your head. That zebra sure. is just sitting there eating its grass, and he's you know bright eyed and checking around. It, and holy crap, there's a line. I got to do my thing. Run off, and then you know he gets away, and then goes back to his eating grass. He didn't sit there and gripe about it. He does not ruminate, probably, right, or go about, home and go, holy crap, you can't believe this guy. Tell you a lion this. came yeah. after. Me. Okay, because the thing I'm thinking of is because you mentioned traffic. And we can be there. This is an old Zig Ziglar story, you know, of you ever been driving down and somebody, you know, some jerk pulls out in front of you, uh, cuts you off. And then for me, I'm, I'm, this is my story, then sits in the left lane, yeah. <laughs> keeping me from going past. It, Holds his finger. Yeah, yeah. And uh, is blocking me from yeah. uh, the speed I would like to go. And what do you do about it? Do you sit there and scream and yell and fume and whatever? And, you know, Zig makes the funny story of, and you do that because you found out it works, right? As soon as you start screaming and fuming, everybody moves out of the way and lets you pass. And of course it's no. So you're sitting there, the person in front of you may, you know, maybe some old lady, she has no idea. She's just sitting there whistling to the, uh, to the, to the AM radio, I'm sure. (laughs) And having a good old time. And I'm back here killing myself with stress. That is my choice. And we don't think of it that way, but I, cause I could also go, Oh, sweet old lady. You know, it's, I hope she's okay. And just choose that's going to take me a little bit longer. You know, what a blessing in disguise. And then we don't do that. And that is so back to the, the zebra, it's not going through all the mental crap that we are one. And two, if it in this scenario of out there on the Savannah and the lion comes after it and boom, it gets away. And then a minute later it happens again. And a minute later, it happens. It keeps getting away, but it ha- I mean, it can't withstand that that long, uh, especially if it's, a, if it's a new fresh lion. It's going to get run down or at the end of the day, it's going to be devastated. I mean, there is a now we're back to, you know, recovery. So for us looking at, oh, my gosh, if we're doing the day in and day out stress, that, there's no place for that. That is it, a, so abnormal and unnatural. Uh, you're right. And I think now is a good time for you to tell your whitewater story. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Okay, so right? St- so Steve Smith, who pe- uh, what's their podcast? Oh, uh, Potter's in conversations. Uh, uh, Steve Soul Smith, care conversations. Soul care conversations. Okay, so Steve Smith ran a uh, retreat a retreat center. Yeah, up here, and it was soul care. And his uh, what they did, and and our friend Dustin Hibbard, who I think is still part of the podcast as well. Um, what they did is primarily bring in. They brought in a lot of pastors, mega church pastors, but also executives and stuff right 
bring them in for soul care. And these are people who were burning out, reaching burnout, saying, I don't want to hit burnout, but people who every day are churning. Yeah, that was their thing, right? The white water living in. The- uh, right. in the three. So business executives, missionaries, because uh, they're uh, the, in and people in clerical positions. And then the, the parents. Oh, parents. Okay. The, the, the third the third big one. Just so if you think about that, if you're always on. on a lazy river and coming down and, oh, my gosh, there's a section of rapids and you, man, you bolster up, man. You're on full tilt boogie and uh, do that and you go to the rapids, then you get out and you recover. So we're back to that. And him saying we, so many of us then are in the white water all the time. And, yes, yeah, so when he brought that <laughs> to us, I don't know, four years ago, mm-hmm. something like that, I'm going, come on. But what if I'm I'm living my life? I'm eating well. I'm sleeping well. Trying to. Uh, you know, doing all these things well so that I I can stay in the white water and have this, you know, high octane life because I, I really like you, it. You, yeah, you're saying I like the white water. Well, I, would, I want to think that I'm eating and living for the white water. I would rather. So, yeah, I'm one of those people who I would like to clone myself or get a pill to where I didn't have to sleep so I can just keep doing stuff because I have a lot of stuff I enjoy doing. Uh, and I don't know what he did. I guess he nodded and said, he scoffed, well, he scoffed. <laughs> and then, and I've told this story on, on here before, gosh, a couple years past that we hit a point. I won't go into the details. A point of me coming to the office going, man, I'm losing it. I, I am. I'm literally shaken and I am losing. It. And it was from a, a bad stress, uh, that I was, I was continuing in and looking back on it, I, even if I went, it's nothing sorted or anything. You know, I had, I had some renter problems and some, uh, just some work stress and whatever. And I just, I wasn't getting out of it. I was, I was the, you were ruminating oh my, and your, your, yeah. your physical body was in that adrenaline stress, shaky spot, even though it was eight o'clock in the morning and we hadn't even started yet. And I said, this, this is, I'm, I'm not doing well and ask you to help and prescribe me and i did for the first time outside of an antibiotic i don't think i'd ever taken a pharmaceutical did a uh what zoloft yeah yeah which is a SSRI, or yeah what is which is what selective serotonin reuptake inhibitors increase your serotonin and i did i took that and it didn't do anything but i also took the time because you were also like okay we can take this but what are you going to do to naturally uh deal with this and so started working on that and you know, if it was meditating or, or, or whatever, but, but lots of things. And yeah, so I did not stay in the whitewater. So back over here, none of us can stay in it all the time. Or if we do, we're going to be depleting it, it, our eventually. Effects. Right. Cause everybody, even you, everybody thinks, well, you know, you got to die of something and I guess I'm going to choose this. And that came to our book. Yeah. No, you're not, you know, this level of stress is not going to kill you, but you will linger. Well, you will be less of, and you were, you were less of who you could have been. Thankfully, the days of building a business website, then having this massive endeavor to integrate an online store are gone. Today, Shopify has fixed all that. I had one business where we actually built the entire website on Shopify's platform. So whether you're just starting out or you're selling a million bucks of product already, Shopify is just the industry leader. It works the same for physical products or online and digital, and Shopify is just hands down the best out there. Most importantly, Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. It's 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Getting people to buy is not that hard, at least to the buying point, 
but getting them to actually give their payment info is. And Shopify is king in that department. They also have top tier customer service, which I think is critical. You can sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash Kevin. That's all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash Kevin to grow your business no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash Kevin. Most of today, you will be indoors, likely your home or your office. I am as well. Even with my treks out into the woods, I spend a lot of time inside. And we're going to think about 20,000 breaths. According to the EPA, the indoor air is two to five times more polluted than the outdoor air, sometimes up to 100 times more polluted. At my studio, we have heat being forced through old ducts. I walk on carpet full of years of junk. No idea what's floating in the air that I'm taking constant gulps of. The solution is an air purifier and Air Doctor is just the best. Air Doctor filters out 99.99% of dangerous contaminants and allergens such as pollen, pet dander, dust mites, mold, bacteria, viruses. They do it so your lungs don't have to. Air Doctor comes with a 30-day money-back guarantee. So if you don't love it, just send it back for a refund minus shipping. Go to airdoctorpro.com and use promo code Kevin. And depending on the model, you'll receive up to 39% off or up to 300 bucks off. Exclusive to podcast customers, you will also receive a free three-year warranty on any unit, which is an additional $84 value. So to get this special offer, go to A-I-R-D-O-C-T-O-R-P-R-O.com Use promo code Kevin, airdoctorpro.com, promo code Kevin. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC. Okay, so that's the thing that I want to put out there. That If somebody's listening to this and they're going, yeah, I am generally stressed. You are, at, you are not at maximum level. You are saying, okay, instead of being at a high performance level, I'm going to be at a mediocre performance level and just trudge along. And honestly, that's one of the main comments that people say when they're when they reach the point of coming to True Life Medicine, and they'll say, "I I I was just coping, yeah, just one more day, I I just put up with it, I I just got to get through the day, coping that, and and you are you're not dying, but you're lingering, and it's 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 not true life it's not fulfilling it's not fulfillment and even if at one and people will say all the time i don't enjoy what i used to enjoy mm-hmm. like it like the whitewater like i, I want to produce you would have gotten to a point where you're like oh it, i just i just stare at a blank page i can't produce the words aren't coming out or i don't have ideas or something and then you would have been thinking what's wrong with me oh i can see that now because so i'm in a, at a point now where i'm mountain biking five days a week five or six days a week and enjoying it. And I kind of pay attention to that. If I am, if I have rested, if I am at peace often and, I, and I'm, I'm in a good place, I generally want to go out and ride. Every once in a while though, I'll realize I just, I just don't want to. 
And I kind of look at that and go, why, why Mm -hmm. do I not want to? And it's usually because I feel anxiety about things. I've got pressures on there and I don't have that mental capacity to want to go out and stress more. And it's kind of my own barometer. And then we're back to the blessing, uh, your blessing of pain of being, I want to be sensitive enough to to realize that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. To realize where I'm at. So, so in this, I want to look also, and I, I bring him up so often, Dr. Benjamin Hardy, and he wrote the book, willpower doesn't work. And he wasn't the only one to the first one to bring the concept of kind of back to Steve Smith of uh, we have finite capacities of willpower of Mm -hmm. it was our friend Aaron McHugh who did that with emotions. He said we have a certain amount of uh, emotional capability throughout a day. And so every time we're using high emotions or, you know, deep emotions we're he he put it in, we're burning emotional calories and we can run out, we can deplete. Mm -hmm. And so if I'm spending a day, like, like we talked about in a stressful lifestyle work being the main Mm -hmm. one man if you go to work and you are spending eight hours a day at a place where you have relational stress emotional you know stress anxiety anguish whatever um you are going to come to an end no wonder then you go home and man you got nothing left for your spouse for your Mm -hmm. kids if you're single you have nothing left to want to go out and 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 pursue relationships i mean there's a toll it's going to manifest yeah you are going to be daily depleted and that's lack of recovery lack of recovery restoration recreation oh yeah okay but i don't want people to hear that and say okay so as long as i recover well i can do that every day i'm still wanting to put the pressure on look if you have a because what because what ben's uh premise was is that willpower doesn't work if you're if you're gritting your teeth to have willpower throughout the day to eat correctly or to you know do whatever he says you can't rely on that you're going to run out what you need to do is create an environment that is not stressful so that when the time comes when you need to utilize stress like the zebra man you've got it full tilt boogie you can go otherwise though you don't want to be in that point of stress so that's when we're looking at the workplace and saying man the benefits uh, let me just go there. The benefits of having work that fits your talents, your skills, your abilities. It's not a big effort to do, man. This is what you do well. When I sit down to write, it's, it's awesome. That's not stressful. Not, not that it's easy, but it's not bad, man. This is within my wheelhouse. Mm-hmm. When you get on the phone or sit down in front of a patient, you're not stressed. This is what you do. This is, we always joke about the term, man, I can fart this stuff. <laughs> it sounds bad. I don't mean to minimize it, but it's what you know how to do. So you're not, that's not, it's not wasting you. It's like, uh, um, like you talked about the mountain bike. When I go out and do a hard mountain bike, I'm rejuvenated. Well, that's mm-hmm. weird. Yeah, but it's within my wheelhouse, man. That's, that's, it's a good stress for me, not a bad stress. So if you're, how can you craft your day? How do you have work? So if you have work that's ba- bad stress, that's negative stress, um, you're not. You're never going to be at full power. I mean, you can't withstand that through the weeks. So the months, I guess, years. and we're sitting here staring at each other, and there, it, it, we're in agreement. And I'm not bringing up a contention, but like we said at the beginning, the gray. You can do that. It makes for a good podcast. <laughs> Kevin, you're just wrong. Okay. <laughs> Is even if it's in your wheelhouse, you can't do it 24 seven. Oh sure. Okay. 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 So, so so there's that. You it you mountain biking, and you saying that's rejuvenating me. In a sense, that's your perspective. And so that's what we're doing. And Hardy talks about this too, that you can, you have a mindset of your work and you can sit down and, and just be in a, well, like the, like the, the lady driving in front of you, you can choose to fume 
Or I mean, all work has drudgery, so you can. Uh, you, okay, okay. Well, so, yeah, but to what to what point? To, to what degree? And at the same time, even with great work, uh, creating the environment where there is also the wisdom and, and uh, intelligent recovery and rest. And and honestly, that's because that's also your sticking point. Even now, is you don't have regular meditative practices that that isn't in your wheelhouse that's a good stress i need to get into but hold on i want to come back to, to work though to what you're talking about of of think about it like i think about it in, in regards to performance so because he's pushing against that you know we all have this personality profile box that we stick into yeah, or yeah. and he even got into introverts and extroverts so i think of myself as an introvert and you know i do have propensities i enjoy being alone i, I rejuvenate that way but we talked about social engagements as opposed right. to uh my wife so we go to a social thing we're there for three hours we get out and we're both very you know i can turn it on and be charismatic and engage with people and it's and there's goodness in it but afterwards ugh, i'm kind of drained she is fueled i'm drained she's fueled yeah and we just thought, okay, that's just natural, introvert, extrovert. And so he starts questioning me on it. And ultimately, to make a long story short, coming into, she's just naturally her. She's not putting on, she's not performing, she's not putting on airs, there's no persona. I'm a people pleaser. I, I'm very self-conscious and socially conscious. I am performing. To some degree, I am I'm like, uh, you know, putting on the, the outfit and I, I am performing. And so three hours of performing, she's just three hours of pure natural Terry. And so that makes sense. So why am I performing? She's not super afraid of, you know, conflict or offending right. someone. I am mortally afraid of that. You know, so here we have, and it's this performance. So take that in the workplace, man. If I spend eight hours here in this office and I was trying to, I had to wear a suit and tie and had to go <laughs> chit chat with people mm-hmm. and do all this performance. Oh my gosh, man, it would, it would waste me ultimately. So I'm talking about that performance as opposed to you and I walk in here. This is your office. You own the building. Uh, I'm your you know, business partner. We'll say whatever. And so I mean, it, there's no expectation. We right, come in you're, right now. You're in, you're in like athletic where you look like you're ready to go out on the basketball court. And uh, uh, yeah, John calls it my PJs. Are you going to see patients in PJs today? <laughs> yeah. And, and I'm in here, you know, and, and I'm going to I'll put on my cycling outfit and right, go it's ride. family. It's, it's family. It's yeah. Comfortable. Yeah. And so we have no of that performance. Uh, unnatural. We don't have to bolster ourselves up. And so tonight, I'm going to make this up because it's legit. If I go home and there's a conflict with my wife, I should have the reserves like the zebra to go, okay, let's do this. And, to and do, do it right. Well, do do it well. Yeah, do it yeah. well. Instead of going, oh my gosh, I, I just, I do not have the bandwidth for this, honey. Right. Don't talk, you know, the kind of, the, the movie scene or TV scene that we see, I've got that. Or if there's an issue with my kids or if the house right. is on fire, I've got that because I've spent all day, I'm not performing. I'm not in a bad, unhealthy stress. I feel like it, that's kind of what I'm trying to pull out. You, you could use the, the physical performance side of this as well. For, for both of our affinities, if, if you said, hey, let's go mountain biking, and I said, okay, and we went, and I tried to follow you yeah. for two hours, we would come back, and you would be thinking, oh, my gosh, I totally dialed it down. I really went slow, and I'd be thinking, oh, my gosh, I, I'm wasted. I'm wiped. I'm whatever. Or if we went skiing for two hours, and I said, hey, I'm just going to be easy at this. We're just going to take it easy. And at the end of that time, because you're fighting the mountain, 
There's, you would be and, bored. You could I, be on your phone texting as we're right. skiing down, and I'm sitting there just about to die. Right. And so at the end of those two hours, we're going to have a very different physical, yeah. mental construct. At, yeah, yeah, and, yeah. At the end of the day, you're going to have a great skiing. Let's go bowling afterwards. And I'm going to, we're, right. we're going back to the we're hotel and watching tub. a movie. Yeah, exactly. Because <laughs> I am wasted. Yeah, again, okay, so it's looking at how are we in our environment. So if we are going through a day of this unhealthy stress, anxiety, anguish, whatever, that is not good. It's not normal. You cannot withstand it. You cannot be weller. Uh, you can't be becoming weller. That's right. And Hardy... So now, we, so the rubber meets the road. He is not saying that you just need to try harder. No, like you can't. No. He's saying he's saying be, be smart about that, and either you know, in the extreme, get out of that work environment, yeah. and just or, or, or like we had a patient, and uh, he's an engineer. He doesn't like his job, and yeah. and I've said that to we said that so often. You know, we're talking about your nutrition, your exercise, all this over here. But if you go hate your job eight hours a day, forty hours a week. What is that doing to your biochemistry? And I said, hey, look, I know an engineer over here at this company. Why don't you just send him a resume? I'll, I'll call him and I'll connect you by emails. And that, he said, just writing a resume, the idea that he could get a new job, the idea was so invigorating. Oh. He was still in it. And that's what we're saying to the person who's stuck in that job or that situation or that, that pattern to grit your teeth like you're stuck behind the lady in the left-hand lane. You can put on a mindset, but it's sort of like you're putting on airs. You can only do that for so long. Yeah. And actually on the road. At some point, she at does some not point move, she is, I'm going to torpedo her car. Yeah, yeah. At some point, you're going to figure out a way around her. Yeah. Or at least you think you will. Now, if you knew for the next eight hours on the highway – I would get off and go have a cup of coffee. <laughs> uh, totally. And, and just say, I'm not, I'm not dealing with this. Yeah. It, it, so people have the perspective, and that's the whole zebra thing. The zebra, humans can have the perspective, I can't get out of this. This will never end. And literally, that's the definition of torture. That mental perspective of, I, I'm helpless, I'm hopeless, and I can't change my environment. You that is burnout. That is that is a mental construct, and and it's the white water of yeah. never ending, and you will break. That, and that's what I'm thinking. Of. If we're in that environment day in day out, it'd be like little drops of poison in our it's, water it's and our wa- coffee. It's the water drop torture. Yeah, it's, just, tor- it's torture. That over time, <laughs> it's going to build up and manifest. Just like if yeah. I'm eating a bad diet, at some point, this is this is heart disease, one of the biggest killers in in our, in our world, I think, but in America, and it's a daily lifestyle choice things coming in you know whatever and ultimately it, stuff builds up and at some point am i doing this right the, yeah. arter, the artery is blocked and boom heart attack yeah, but it takes 40 or 50 years sure, sure. of well, the body responding to it so it's not that cholesterol is putting another layer of blockage in your heart that is not what happens it's that the uh poison if we will and there's multiple factors and it's not the cholesterol that you eat it's the entire and this is the same of true of the the marriage stress or the job stress it's a storm of biochemical response every day every day every day every day every day that complexity that creates another layer of a callus within your artery yeah another layer of a callus and eventually it's not that it blocks it's that the callus breaks off and, and this downstream. could and this could literally 
this is an ingredient for that literal piece of, of a heart attack is, is this kind of stress. But of course, I'm thinking, you know, mentally, emotionally that we are, we are, this is well, building up. It, you're getting a callus in your brain. Almost. Okay. All right. Yeah. Okay. And, and that's exactly, it's almost what happens. A callus or can we say a buildup, a buildup to something that at some point is going to be blocked and there's going to be a manifestation or, or a, a, a slow decline to lingering. Even a better pathway would be a rut. So the brain, the neurological okay. pathways, the way you think right now is yeah. the way you're likely to think in the next 10 seconds. Yeah. So if you get behind the lady in the left-hand lane and you ruminate, 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 negative, negative, tomorrow negative, negative, yeah. you're more likely to do that again. Yeah, and to extrapolate that to the next stress issue and it's negative, 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 then I'm building. So you're not building up layers of callus in your yeah. brain. You're building up a rut that you can't get. Okay. So I like that because, you know, you go to my other podcast, the Ziegler show, and it's, you know, think positive, man, you can't bandaid over thinking positive to so much negative ultimately. I mean, you just can't at some point we got to go, look, let's get ourselves out of that circumstance Mm -hmm. that we need to keep trying to be sure positive over. It's the both. Like for me, thank God I don't have to drive (laughs) five minutes. We purposely live in a place where, oh heck, your drive time is like four times longer than mine. It is. (laughs) And and it's funny because we talk about because both of us are very intolerant, aggressive drivers who speed. Uh, And so we're the worst. We do not need to be commuting. I like driving with you, but both of our wives hate driving with us. Yeah, it's true. That's true. true. Yeah, thank God that we don't commute down to Colorado Springs like half the population up here because I I would have to take a sedative or I would have to do some kind of a mind. I'd I'd buy an airplane, I think. Anyway, anyways, yeah. So again, looking at this, where are we stressing? And we can't go through every area of life. Everybody listening to this knows where are my areas where I'm having to perform. I'm having to bolster up. I'm having to pick up or or, that that are wearing me out that I dread. Let's just say that dread. What is it? What is it? Do you go forward looking, you know, dreading your work or do you dread going home? There's a lot Mm. of people there, man, where they'd rather stay at work because home is where the dread is. I mean, we cannot withstand we cannot, in good health, withstand you can't that. Be becoming weller. We can go back, like with my thing with Steve, drag. you know, and stay in the white room. Say, okay, I'm going to stay there. He's like, okay, but you're going to be you'll break. a lesser you'll, person yeah. in a yeah. year, two years. It's going to be That's a lesser important. relationship, a lesser performance at work, lesser income, lesser vitality, lesser on and right. on and on. Now, and 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 somebody's saying, yeah, but just just like you did back then, there is a time and a place for the whitewater. We are built for the stress, right? Well, we are built well, for. But, but the, the zebra, I mean, how many times yes, they get chased by a lion, lion right. once a week? I don't know. But also, if you look at the population of zebras, at some point, the successful zebra becomes the old zebra. Yeah. Who will then get eaten because he's a step slower. And we'd say, you know what? That Yes, we all die when we're 85. All right, people like stories. I want to tell one because I thought about it because you talked about that. If I ever had an elk herd go through my property and trailing behind is old grandpa elk with a oxygen tank on and a cane, you know, no, because at some point um, he's at full tilt. And then when he can't, he's going to get eaten by a predator. I, yeah, I would the think. lion gets him. Well, yeah, up here, what would it be? Bear, coyotes, you know, whatever are going to fall lion. ultimately catch him. <laughs> a mountain lion. Yeah, that's, that's true. So we're building a treehouse last week. And we have a couple hawks that live on our property. I mean, they must have a nest there. They're just always there. 
and I'm up there building and I hear, and I hear this crashing and it comes through and it's chasing this bird, fairly big bird. I don't know what they, what we have out here, but fairly big bird. It's chasing the full, hawk is chasing, hawk is oh, chasing wow. the thing, just full tilt again. And, uh, and a minute later I see him go through and Nakota's with me. I said, Nakota, check it out. Look at, he goes and it goes that way. And then a minute later I see the bird that's being chased come right by us. I said, Nakota, Nakota, watch, watch. And sure enough, a second later, here comes that big hawk and they go by us and, and chasing and then boom, that bird being chased wax dead center into the side of my house, not the window. It didn't mistake this thing. This thing was in such terror. And you know, Dakota's going, must've been looking back over its shoulder to look at the other one. Cause I, this, this it's a bird, man. It's job is to fly. They don't just run into this race car drivers. Don't ultimately <laughs> right. Mario Andretti, you know, finally just crashes bold face in the side of a barn. I mean, just, you know, that's his job. It, and I'm thinking what happened later on, I'm thinking maybe it was, nearing its end maybe it was an old bird and it was losing its capabilities and here's the last you know he's been chased before and this time man he didn't have it in him you know he's older did the hawk get him i mean did the hawk go chase him down on the ground um the, the hawk uh landed right right in front of us on top of my uh truck actually and then one of the kids ran over to the oh. bird so it ruined it yeah <laughs> it went to a tree and watched for a while and then finally gave up of course they tried to revive the bird and it died <laughs> an course. hour later <laughs> Yeah. But, but again, think that's what I want to do. You know, I want to be going on the mountain bike and then finally grandpa at 95 fell off the ledge. <laughs> you couldn't handle the corner on the mountain bike Yeah, as opposed to lingering long, slow lingering. And I, and that's man there right there is, is a big motivation to my daily stress. So now if we come back to, so today I do not want eight hours uh, at work or, you know, five or whatever I'm here. I do not want to be sitting there marinating in anxiety, anguish, tension, performance. I want to be, I want to be at peace doing the things that I do well. Doesn't mean that they're easy. My gosh, man, if I'm going to write well, if I'm going to create mm-hmm, something well, mm-hmm. I've got an interview or, or guest coming on uh, my other podcast this afternoon. And, you know, right before it, I'll have a little, little nerves and stuff. I want to do a good show. And as soon as we start in, and this is what I do, mm-hmm, I do mm-hmm. it well, I'll be at peace. I'll end it, go on a mountain bike ride or whatever. Uh, likewise, then I don't want to go home going, Oh man, I'm going home to a stressful relationship or conflict with my kids. You know, we talk about that a lot. I mean, that, that builds up. I want those days. And then if something happens two days from now, a week from now, that needs that fight or flight response, I'm good. You're ready. Yeah, I'm, I'm ready. That's what we're talking about. Now, okay, so, so we've got that. Now, then the other side of it that we talk about is the stress that we need, that we, the good stress that we are not uh, partaking of. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply, if rated PG. Right, the opposite of stress is death. And on this side is <clears throat> we are built for the tension of relationships. There is no perfect relationship. And, and in fact, as people grow older and we talk about, you know, the mind 
or the muscle of the mind because you're getting ready to talk about you know exercise tension on the muscle and and if we talk about dementia and how minds start to just slow down like the bird was what is the best good tension for a mind like when people say okay i want to exercise my mind should i do sudoku and crossword puzzles and this and that and the other you know what the you know what the number one answer is be in relationship with people hmm. because people require you to be on your toes like i got you've got to be sort of facile how does this person think how does that person think how do i um how do I be in relationship and not like you where you have to perform or whatever, but, and that's where people who are married tend to live longer. That's one of the reasons is your brain is in relationship with these other things. And that's where we'd yeah. say a spiritual relationship or, or the, the good side of brain work is that. Well, so I'm going to throw this analogy though you know it as well as i'll ask you too is it fair to say we you know we think about i'm going to grow my brain i think most people think about knowledge okay so i'm going to listen to good podcasts read good mm-hmm. books and bringing in knowledge and i said okay wait a minute but can, can i in layman's terms extrapolate that over here and say if i have if my brain kevin miller's brain is a ten thousand square foot warehouse with you know two, uh, six inch walls getting more and more information is just filling that warehouse with stuff that's knowledge. More information is knowledge. I'm feeling that it's different than brain growth. If we're talking brain growth, it's saying, no, I want my brain to grow from 10,000 square foot capacity to 20,000. And I want to double the size of the walls. Is that fair? I mean, I want yes. that kind of growth. So that past we didn't think so, but now we know Now, So that's mm-hmm. what we're talking about. Neuroplasticity and, right. and cognitive, what training and what love that what what gives my brain more capacity and strength that's they get i don't get that from just filling it full of correct stuff you know what the number one thing is uh-uh. novelty learn something new huh that okay is the number one thing so i talked about relationships that's another reason why relationships are also way up high is because your wife is not who she was 10 years ago or and she won't be and we expect that, so we have to adapt and become agile and facile with our thinking. And so uh, as people get older, one of the things that will keep them down, and, and don't even think elderly, think us in our 50s, is we don't go learn something new. I was going to say, that I, it, I could hear the common response as, oh man, I don't want to learn something new, or I don't want change, I don't want to deal you, with change. You know where that's, that in the professional industry is almost at its worst? Doctor? In medicine. Because oh. doctors will always say, I was in school, for, and I was, until I was 30. I don't want to do that again. I want to take what I learned and know, and I just want to churn. Let me just, you know, fart that stuff. Let me do what I do. And as, because a lot of my colleagues will say, you know, I appreciate the way that you do medicine or whatever else, but gosh, I don't want to learn that again. That's just, uh, I got 20, it's back to, I got 20, 30 patients to take care of today. And you want me to talk to them a little longer and ask them about this and that and the other. I, I just got to get through the day. Turns, yeah. And so learning. And, and so for me, as I envision, you know, I think about your dad who at 72 is going to write another book and learn something new and share that with other people. That's great. That is the kind of thing that keeps you younger than what you would have been. It's not fake or whatever. And so I, I do, I, I envision that I want to learn a new language or, you know, go travel. Travel is another great one because you have to adapt to your environment and yeah. figure out what the Japanese sign means of where's the bathroom. Which I don't like that. I don't want that. <laughs> you love that you, 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 and well, I don't. 
Well, a, mountain, a new mountain bike trail. Like I was oh. going around the lake the other day, and I'm like, oh my gosh, this stresses me out because I just imagine there's somebody coming around oh, the corner, right, right, right. and you're like, ah, oh, I got this stuff. Yeah, you need a new and mountain yet, bike trail, <laughs> and yet you want you want to travel to a new land, a new experience, and I just feel out of control. I just I. Right. So then that stresses you more than me. And, and, and so all of these kind of things and, and Dr. Leaf there. Okay. So how do you then, and so people are out there and they're just doing their life. They're just, it's like, oh my gosh, the things that you guys are talking about, it feels so esoteric or whatever. What can I do in my life? And, and that's where I appreciate what she says and what Hardy talks about is how do you get this into the concrete daily thing and that there is challenge there to be sure well, and that's why we're doing the show is to say be aware of it yeah habits and routines and lifestyle design so we're we've, i think we've covered you know the bad stress if you are marinating in this anxiety anguish performance this negative this negative tension let's say that okay. negative, negative tension. tension okay let's do that let's, 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 mm-hmm. actually that's a good word let's put that down there tension is a good word and we're talking about so there's negative tension we've just talked so much about that and i think everybody should understand that if you are daily imbibing marinating i like that word marinating Mm -hmm. in negative tension uh bad things are in store for you right and 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 again it's not their own it's not a fault it's not like they're saying oh i love i I want to go to this job that i hate it's just the way things are so recognize it and then how do we come over here and wreck it good negative tension is a job i hate as opposed to positive tension is a job where oh man i got a new project a new challenge or whatever it's my mental it's my we're talking about the mental state so over here so where are the positive tensions Uh and yeah of course the easy analogy that we use is from a physical standpoint so today the positive tension that that is good for my body is doing three sets of push-ups three sets of pull-ups Go on a mountain bike ride and you know, whatever is your gig and back to the, our show on exercise as Dr. Randy James responds, what is the uh, best exercise you can do in, a, in the world? What's the best what exercise in the world? The one that you'll do. The one that you whatever will yeah. get you off the couch, get your heart rate up and stress your muscles. So that's one that we've talked about. If we want to be the 80 year old guy who can do 10 pull ups then we need to be the 50-year-old guys who every day do 10, 10 pull-ups ups. or more or whatever. Right. If you say, what's the opposite of stress on a muscle? Atrophy. Atrophy is death. It's atrophic. A meaning like atheist and trophic meaning growth. It's- and, and even that, here's, I've, I've played with this, that even if, I, uh, if we try to maintain, to some degree, our bodies are... From age 50, I mean, there is an aspect of decline or of more challenge. And so even maintaining to me feels like I'm still falling behind. You know, I I need to, uh, I mean, you can't. Well, yeah, you will die. I'm and gonna, I am Kevin, there are wrinkles on your face. <laughs> <laughs> there are. Doggone it. I was it years it's, in the So that, I think, is important also. This is not pie in the sky. Be younger, smarter, sexier, faster all the time. And I can't and add this. on a pull-up every day to where I'm 90, and now I can do, do 90 pull-ups. 90 pull-ups, <laughs> yeah. But if I can be 90 and do, heck, if I could do five at 90, so, that would be. As we age, maintenance is forward. Okay. Okay. It's, it's, it's like a car. You you attain a speed of eighty miles an hour. Okay. It still takes gas to keep going. Okay, ma- ma- maintenance, but I've got to be doing those. If I am not, if I am a primarily sedentary person, every day I am devolving. I am yes, getting your muscles are less and less able, and I am going yes. to be. Yeah, so I'm just about to turn fifty. I am going to be sixty years old. I am going to get up off the chair and go. Ugh. I am not going to be able to tie my shoes without sitting down. 
I am, uh, I'm not going to go on a hike with my kids, a bike with, I mean, and that's if, the norm. That's and, the expected right. norm these days. And yet we have, and I know it's the outliers and people want to want to pawn them off, but we have people, which I think are the, they're, they're not extremists. It's back to the book by, I can't remember the guy now who's, you know, he says, everybody said he's or tells him, so you're trying to get me to eat extreme, to exercise extreme. He says, no, I'm trying to do what used to be normal and realize that today, what you are doing is that we eat all this crap processed food and that we don't exercise because we don't have to stress our bodies to exist. That's extreme. That's extreme. Right. So it's not extreme when we have the Pikes Peak ascent and people go 7,000 feet up or whatever it is, 13 miles. And you got some 65, 70-year-old lady who kicks, kicks my butt, literally today. Now, somebody's going to say, ah, you know, she's just a fitness nut or whatever. Really? Maybe she's normal and the rest of us aren't. Either right. way, what inability do we want to accept? I just don't really have one. Now, I don't need to do the Pikes Peak Ascent when I'm 90. Maybe I will, but I don't need to. But I want to go on a walk with my kids. I mean, until the day that I run into the side of the house like the bird <laughs> or get caught uh, by the coyote like the, the elk, there's no reason. We know that. I mean, is this fair to say? There is no reason historically that I can't be 90 and I can be there mentally. I can play a word game with my kids. I can have a, an intellectual discussion. I can write a book. I can go for a hike. I can go for a jog. I can enjoy life. And then maybe something will give out. A heart will give. I don't know what's, you know, from a natural standpoint, something just, you know, it's, it's reached its end and I peacefully yeah, it's, pass it's, away. It's frustrating because, you know, whenever you have to fill out a certificate of death and you have to put a cause of death, you can't put age. So the American medical construct is that people always die of something. I was like, well, that doesn't make sense. That if there is a definable time that the body is just done and through whatever means. Okay, it is. But let me take that and hit a sore spot for both of us that we're both 50 right now. That we're at that point now where we are are supposed to start blaming all of our inabilities on age. And you would – I mean, I've heard you say, no, it's not – primarily at at our age, especially it's not age. It's life. It's the buildup of poor lifestyle choices. Yeah. It's, it's, it's time. So there's age under the curve or the umbrella of, I ate this. I slept this way. I thought this way. Let's go back to to tension. So I'm at 50 and and I'm at a, I'm at a negative place because of the buildup of so much negative tension, or I could be at a better place because of the buildup of positive Positive tension. tension. Man, I've, I've met people, um, honestly out here in Colorado, maybe it's in the country, but in Colorado, when I go to a running race or a mountain bike race, it is the, the 44. 40 to 50 category is one of the most competitive because right. guys, so a lot of them have gotten their careers a little bit in line. They've got more time to devote now. And I've, I've, I've seen a lot of them go, man, I'm, I'm killing it better than I ever have. I'm yeah. faster than I was when I was 30. That's, yeah. that's inspiring. Yeah. Right. In the endurance sports. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a, well, build up. A, a, endurance a, is a build, is a build up is a build up. So positive tension, you know, so again, so if we look at that, if we come back to this positive tension, obviously the, an easy one is looking at phys, uh, uh, you Muscle. know, muscles, physics. So every day, if you want to maintain, just maintain, there's a certain level of stressing your lungs and your muscles must, you know, muscular tension, uh, resistance training, tension, uh, so we would say that physically. So let's go to another one like uh, a food. Well, in, part of that then is food. Right. Your wellness. How do we, yeah. what's Are good you, and bad stress food? Stre- right. 
Whereas there is a stress of, and people in our society would say, oh yeah, I drank too much. Like they recognize that as a stress or I really had a binge of cake or whatever. Or all week I've just been eating fast food and on the Right, go, like we were on vacation on and all week we ate this. And but, but what people don't recognize is what they do every day, every day, every day, every day. They, yeah. they aren't stepping back and seeing that for what it is. Is it a bad stress? Is it a good stress? Is the is broccoli, you know, you, you don't eat sterile broccoli. There's going to be a piece of dirt on it. Your body will have to respond to the toxic side of this. But by and large, it's a good There's thing. A fertilizer on it, it. Right. Or, you know, so should you relieve yourself of that bad stress by only doing organic? And I'd say probably sure. yes. Okay. And then what about fasting? Like the second you stop eating, now your body is switching over to the stress of, okay, now we've got to, you know, go get fat cells and break them down and give, turn them into energy. And, and that requires an so, effort from the body. So we've recently done, you and I have done, you know, four day, five day uh, fast. So mentally from the habit of appetite, I had, we, I had that stress of just thinking, I mean, i I'm not eating, you know, I'm used to eating, but now my body, so that's a mental part, but is it fair to say physiologically, my body is going, Oh my gosh, thank goodness. Thank you for the rest. That's my mental construct. Thank you for the rest. My body does not have to work for five days. It did not have to work on digesting food and it could possibly take that time to repair other things to get rid of toxins. What's that called? Autophagy. Uh, yeah. 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 Which is people talk about a, like a cleanse. Yeah. Uh, you know, it got to have recovery. That was a great yeah. stress there, even though admittedly I had to deal with some emotional stress, but you've been fasting so much. I would say every time you do it, your emotional stress is less to the point of, ah, not a big deal. You, you, Especially for you, a day or two, yeah. five days is still. Yeah. It's, it's different, just like, you know, over time, your stress on a mountain bike is different than it was 20 years ago. Yeah. And, and so it's still stress, and, and then we would say it's good stress. And on the fasting side, a whole other side of your physiology that every, probably 99% of people hearing this, they have never done the good stress of what your body has to do biochemically during a fast. So we would look at ourselves a few years ago and say we were atrophic. I, our, our fasting muscle to be able to uh, go on a, like you went on a ride and for me I played soccer on day number three. So three full days and I go play soccer and how do I feel? And I did do, I don't know if I told you, I did do a mountain bike ride. I did it on day one, day two, day three. I, I missed it because it's just, I don't know, work or something like that. But I did do one on day four and five. Not super hard, though. I did fairly Tone easy. Tone it down a little bit. Be wise. But, I mean, the average person surely couldn't have kept up with me, though. I was still humming along pretty well. And, yeah, on day five of no solitude. Oh, so your body, you that was the good stress of saying, hey, all of you guys down there in the, in the, uh, you know, the Department of Fasting Energy, we need you to start working. And they're like, man, we haven't had to do this for 40, 50 years. And now here we go, and you were you were capable of doing it. You didn't die, you didn't faint, you didn't cramp, you didn't have a pain signal or something like that. And it, and people would look at us and say, "Oh, it's extreme, you weirdos." And we're like, "No, no, 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 no." For thousands of years, 
people went through February and, you know, you had to only eat turnips for whatever. And there were days you didn't eat because you had to feed the kids in order to get to the next I mean, growth the season. Settlers out West, you know, and you went from A to B, I mean, there's no water it's, or it's, they ran out of food or their food got stolen or whatever. And you had to deal. I mean, it's just life. Right? We got a few days of not eating. Right. And we really don't, I mean, we just can't comprehend that. And so that is lack of the good stress of fasting where your liver has to do gluconeogenesis and you have to go to the, and that's why we have obesity. So we are overfed and and undernourished, undernourished. Well, so I want to hit that because I want to stick on food because there's some other areas of stress. Um, There's a stress. So to, yeah, you have this negative tension filled day. Stress, stress, stress. Then you got to rush home or whatever, and you stop by McDonald's. Like the friend of your one of your boys who told yeah. you that most every night his <laughs> most parents, every night, uh, chicken McNuggets, intelligent, you know, middle class or upper class, whatever income family, and that's what they do. So they're going by McDonald's. So a stress for them would be taking the time to go to do what we do constantly: go to the grocery, pick out and purchase whole, natural, organic. In our case, organic foods. And then at the end, having, having done that prior and then that night, instead of going by and picking that up, you cook. So to them, that is a stress. So we're going to say that's yeah. a healthy stress. That's like dropping down and doing 20 pushups. That's a healthy stress, but it is a stress. So there's the good, that's a good tension. It should, or it should become a good tension. One for me is outside. If I am by myself, it's really hard not to just take my lunch have it at my desk. I may take a deep breath or something, but just keep working. Mm-hmm. Okay. So here though, when I'm at the office with you, or actually I'm doing it, I do it even at home now instead. Like yesterday I stayed at home. I worked at home and I got my food and I went out on the deck instead of staying at my computer, went on the deck with the kids. And we literally just watched the trees and talked. You and I uh, will go, actually I got a show today. Sorry, <laughs> but we go out on the deck and sit there and sit down and go, thank you, God. Look at Pike's peak. And that, so that's a, a stress of not doing what I would naturally have the propensity to do. Just keep working. Well, I was going to say, and some people, a lot of people that are hearing us that are in the business world would say, oh my gosh, you mean to take 30 or 40 minutes and not work? You're stressing me out, man, because I got to get the emails done. I got to do this. I got to do that. Now you want me to go walk outside? I mean, that, that's, they can perceive that as you're stressing me out. Sure. No, no different than if we look at a, uh, an out-of-shape person over here and said, okay, can you do 10 pull-ups? And they would say, no, that would hurt. I, I can't do the it. The average American male uh, push-ups, I think, or pull-ups, I think is, is like 1.2. <laughs> so to get to two, they, they can be becoming the kind of person who could do that if they stop the bad stress, do the good stress of, yeah. well, try and, and begin start low and go slow and, and work on it. Uh, but to be becoming, to, to create the environment where you've got more of the good stress. Um, but it's almost like it, a, uh, like a proactive as opposed to reactive. Can we say that? So, yes, so if I, so sure. if I am, if I am right now, I mean, I'm, I'm stressed out. I got work to do. I didn't bring lunch. I, I'm going to run over or drive over to McDonald's, which we can see from our, from our office here, grab a happy meal or whatever you, you know, uh, pound it while I'm in the car or come back over here. I didn't, that wasn't an, that was not an emotional stress. Now my body is taking in the chicken McNuggets and the corn syrup and the junk and it's wigging out. And I don't, I don't perceive it mentally, but it's happening inside of me. So we would flip that for me to go, okay, I'm going to take the mental stress. If I'm that person of uh, having packed a salad or bought a salad, or maybe you just choose not to eat or choose not to eat. Okay. Really either way, people choose out. not to eat 
or um, or have a decent meal and stop for even 15 minutes. Let's just let's break 10 minutes. Yeah. 10 minutes. 10 minutes of nothing. Not on your phone, not on what just peace and think about thoughtful chewing, actually chew your food. Don't just yeah. fork it down and whatever. Now I go back. So I had a little mental stress now. Now I go back to my work like I would have been doing anyways. And my body's going, oh, thank you. Now I'm going to benefit overall from that. But we're looking at proact- uh, what did I say? reactive proactive, and proactive yeah. stress. Is that fair? Yeah. No, I, I, th- I think that's, that's totally fair. Okay. I like that. Well, so we could take that. So when we talk about, okay, it may feel stressful to go shopping, to do it. It may feel stressful to have that hard conversation if we look at relational relationships. So the, Pro, a proactive marriage. Yeah, which I don't want to do. I want to avoid and endure right. because I don't want the conflict. So I'm going to have this underlying negative tension as opposed to going and having the zebra you know, thing of, oh my gosh, we're actually going to talk about whatever and it's high stress. But then afterwards, hopefully if we've come to some amicability of going, oh, now I got to take that cloud off yeah, and go through the next week or whatever it is at peace with my spouse or my kid or my, you know, parent or whatever it is. So I haven't, we're unpacking this now. I haven't thought about that where we're talking about negative stress, positive stress, proactive or reactive. And that most of us are living in a negative stress that is just reactive Physically, physiologically, emotionally, depends on, you know, where it's coming in and how it's manifesting. Yeah. Uh, it, that, that the, I, I just got a little spacey there because I was even thinking spiritually, mm-hmm. you know, we might live under the cloud of guilt, shame, and. Or just void. Uh, when we real when we when we start uh, or we, nothingness. No, I was gonna say nothingness. When, yeah. when we go yeah. along and we are just living for ourselves, our world is us. We are our own yeah. God. Self We're doing that centered. ultimately self centered and self. Um, uh, uh, gosh, uh, I lost the word. Um, but I, I do everything myself. I you know I, I manifest everything myself. That gets really lonely and very, gosh, very. Um, it it reminds me of you know if our shallow. God yeah self sufficient is self sufficient I am self sufficient it's very shallow well then your God becomes your appetites yeah your your chief aim if your chief aim in life is self satisfaction entertainment um and, and Sha- let's call it shallow uh, living in the shallow water in the shallows afraid of the deep. Yeah, afraid of the big movements of deep connection. And I want to say that that runs aground. Ultimately, that runs aground. Okay, and we yeah. find mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about the, we have the, the, yeah, the hockey yeah. stick of depression, Again, despair, like saying, you'll break suicide. Yeah, you'll, you'll, you'll break. And that's what we're seeing of diseases of despair. COVID comes along and just emphasizes we, everything. Well, you look at this, especially the younger generation. And despair, depression. Now, I'm not going to say this is this is not scientific test, you know, whatever. But to see as that is increasing, the if I understand correctly, I think it's the fastest growing, not the most numbers, mm-hmm. but the fastest growing religious status is none. Oh yeah, the for nuns. Sure, I think that's right. Yeah, the nuns. So when you have no higher power, no greater purpose, it's all just about you. It because I just had this discussion with one of my older kids recently as they're looking to do their life. You know, what am I going to do? And stressing about, you know, what am I going to do that has meaning and all this stuff. And we finally pulled it back, and I said, "Honey, ultimately, the 
greatest purpose you're going to find is in serving someone, serving a greater purpose, a higher power, which she understands. But I said, let's take that focus and get some of the focus off of you. If the focus is just you and what's going to make your day great and your life happy, mm-hmm. and that is daunting and yeah, self. And ultimately, it's self-fulfilling as failure. Yeah. Because ultimately you can't. Yeah. That so much of this will figure itself out if you find something that you care about and you believe in. I mean, you, Ray and James, you walk in every day and no matter what's going on in your life, in your relationships, in your finances, in your spiritual, in your stress, the fact that you get to come in and help somebody with something you know and care about and better a life, it may be the primary medicine for your wellness right there. Well, and I... I'd go, and I think you would agree, I'd go a step higher than that uh-huh. and say that the, in fact, this is, this is what I'll, I'll say to people, that the primary medicine is, and, and the, the scripture that I would relate is Proverbs 3.8, that my relationship, my stance with God is, and scripturally it uses the word medicine. It's medicine essentially for your soul. And then in and through and with that is, yeah, service to people. And then my spouse and in and through. And then all of that is is self. You know, and if Jesus said, love others like you love yourself, you gotta you gotta have some self love in order to know how to love other people. Right. It's it's impossible. Because it's out of self interest that you're also serving others. Yeah. And and that is also one of those, you know. You can always be too far one way or the other, just like you can with exercise. Oh, sure. Because I've seen people serve others to, to their great detriment. Yeah, yeah. To their great detriment. Um, yeah. Right. So, wow. That, that, and leaning proactively into your spiritual good stress, spousal good stress, your food good stress, your exercise good stress, training a stress response that is wise and healthy so that we also can go into our, you know, for me at 52, I can say, you know what, 53, I think I'm pretty okay to handle XYZ possible stresses that are going to come because, you know, COVID 2021 is going to happen or whatever. And I think you and I say, okay, we'll be ready for the challenge. Mm-hmm. And in the meantime, that you know, life has enough challenges in and of itself that sure sounds like wisdom. It does. And it brings me back. I'm, I'm ruminating on this positive and negative stress and back to, I want to be sensitive. I want to grow to perceive in sensitivity to the positive, negative stress and realize that I, if I'm going to be as well as Kevin Miller can be, I have to negate the negative stresses and increase the positives. Yeah. Less of you can't, you can't have no negative stress. That's, that's not real life. We are going to die. We do have wrinkles. Age does catch up with us, but we want to minimize those and maximize. Right. But the, le- okay. Okay. So, so yeah, the less that I marinate in the negative stress, yes. the more able I'm able to deal with the big one that comes along the big one, which I, it, this is going to sound morbid. I have nine kids and now, you know, three, three kids that call me grandpa, the chances, the propensity of me over you. Uh, with your three kids of me having a kid die or have some tragedy is over Pretty two big. times higher. Yeah. Am I, what am I doing today? I know it sounds morbid negative, but what am I doing today to not live in a negative stress so that if that happens, I can handle it. Or if I have a spouse issue or if I have my own tragedy, you know, 
lose a leg. I mean, whatever it would be, right. or uh, uh, yeah, with the with the with the COVID thing, a financial failure, or whatever it is. Can't. What am I doing now? If I am marinating and living at this low level, beaten down by negative stress, the next thing that comes along. It's going to kill me. We'll tip you over. That's that's what COVID-19, I think, actually emphasized. Mm -hmm. The ones who are weakest were the polarized. Yeah. 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 I've got people who are, man, it almost gave them purpose, you know, and they're they're doing great and making more money. And then over here, you got devastation. But on the, like you said, that's a... An emotional, professional level and on the physical level, the ones who are living under the strain of high blood pressure, high cholesterol, high weight, high hypertension, they are the ones that succumbed to yet another stress. Oh, to USA Today, which is Pulp Fiction, uh, basically, you know, but to their credit, they at least published a positive article a couple days ago that said something about what's the best uh, weapon against, you know, COVID-19. It was to be healthy. Yeah. Uh, oh, good wow. on you. Yeah. Good on you for that. Oh, who'd have thunk? All right, man. I, so, uh, yeah, good. I think there, you know, if we're looking at negative tension and positive tension, how to manage it well and be there when it counts. So I'm asking you to strive to reframe stress and how you perceive it, what you think about it. Stress, again, in and of itself is not bad. Stressing about things we should be okay with is bad. Stressing without recovery is bad. Stressing about stressing is bad. It's a good time to audit what you are stressed about and why. Thank you again for choosing to tune into the Self-Helpful Podcast. If you got value, we would love your review of the show. And most, best, greatest thing you can do, keep the discussion going. Talk about the issues that you hear here in the show with someone else. It will help you digest it more, understand it more, and it will benefit them. I sincerely hope I've helped you help yourself so that you can help others. 